Hey, what's up guys? Rob Balasabas here. Welcome to my channel or the Remote Cafe podcast if you're tuning into this through your headphones in a podcast while you're walking or jogging or cooking or working <laughs> or whatever it is that you're doing. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, you know, today I uh, just wanted to uh, share this um, LinkedIn article that a uh, buddy of mine uh, by the name of PJ shared. I'm going to share my screen guys here. Hope you guys, by the way, enjoy uh, a little test that I'm doing here uh, with putting on uh, background music. So if you guys are wondering, I'm using Epidemic Sound uh, for this and uh, just playing an album. Uh, this is a bit of an insight into uh, how I work. I usually have some music, usually no vocals, so just a lot of jazz um, kind of music, a lot of beats, uh, keeps me focused. Uh, so yeah, so just testing this out and uh, hopefully it comes through well. That way I don't have to add the uh, music or the, the audio uh, later on. And so there is just less editing. So uh, that's the reason here. Uh, also, this video is brought to you guys by Ecamm. Ecamm Live is the tool that I'm using to record this video right now. All the layers, all the overlays, all the scenes and stuff, it's all through Ecamm. So let's get back to uh, what I really wanted to share with you guys today, which is a uh, an article here on LinkedIn uh, that I came across posted by PJ. So if you guys don't know who PJ is, this is PJ right here, uh, handsome looking guy here. Uh, he's the founder of a, a company called Uscreen and uh, Uscreen is a a great platform uh, if you're a content creator looking to monetize your channel um, and you can create an app uh, where you can have a uh, membership uh, model um, and uh, sell your content. So it's a great platform for doing that. You can monetize your content, you can build a community and all that stuff. So um, he posted this article, which is an open letter to the bosses who want you back in the office. And so I thought I'd just share it with you guys, kind of give you a bit of a commentary and a bit of my reaction to this article. Um, you know, I work remotely as you guys all know. And so knowing PJ and how he's built Uscreen, uh, a lot of this really resonates with me. And so I'm just gonna kind of go through this article. If you guys are listening to this on the podcast, I will have a link in the show notes to the article. If you wanna read along with me or check it out on your phone or on the screen in another, um, another window. Um, yeah, this is the letter right here. So it kind of goes on to say, this is from one boss to another remote was Never my first choice, never my first choice. So first, that's really interesting, you know, because whose choice is it? You know, as a boss, you kind of want to have people in your office so you can monitor and see that they are productive, right? Uh, but he says that a workforce that's both productive and remote, I wasn't so sure, as he says, uh, but when I started my company, Uscreen, didn't have much of a choice. Being, being bootstrapped, right? Bootstrap means self-funded. For those of you that are just, you know, sort of new to the terminology, bootstrap means self-funded, no outside investors, uh, had some real challenges of its own, uh, not necessarily, he didn't necessarily have the funds for an open office space um, if he wanted to add new hires or scale the business. So there's really some decisions there. So you either, you know, want to have a nice shiny office or you take the capital that you have and you bring in more resources in the way of, uh, you know, uh, employees, contractors, 
to really grow the business first, right? So shows a lot of insight into PJ's um, motivation and his goals here in the beginning. Now he says here as a business owner and entrepreneur, he's learned to be flexible and innovative, right? Um, he needed to be open to ideas uh, that he was skeptical of in the beginning. And that was uh, what really uh, got him to start giving remote work a chance, right? So uh, that's very interesting. So remote work a chance initially, okay? So, um, you know, again, not his first choice. I don't think it's a lot of leaders first choice to have a remote uh, team. Now, after COVID, during COVID, it's kind of uh, almost expected, right? I was talking to another friend, Anton Schulke, uh, who used to work at the SEM, uh, CM, uh, SEM Rush and uh, now works at Duda. And um, yeah, he, he's been working remotely since 2015. You guys will see his interview by the time this is uh, live and updated, uh, posted on, my, on, the, on the podcast and also on my YouTube channel. You can catch my conversation with Anton about his experience working remotely since 2015 and one of the first remote workers full-time at SEMrush. So um, let's get back to the article though. So he goes to say, it wasn't perfect the first few years we nearly ran out of money. Uh, so, you know, a bit of a struggle there in the beginning, um, in the first few years. So I gave up my salary, right? Gave up his salary and doubled down on my people and my product. So that was the, um, that was the uh, real, you know, priority there, right? Double down on the people, make sure your people are good, your team are good, and continue to build and improve your product. Uh, over the Following five years, I listened to feedback, kept an open mind, and adjusted. Adjusted, I think, is a big, big word there. He, you gotta adjust, especially in the tech space. You know, it, opening a business is, is crazy enough, but definitely in the tech space, you need to continually adjust and recalibrate things that you're doing. Now, by the time COVID-19 sent much of the office-based workforce to work from their homes, his team wasn't just ready, they were perfectly positioned to meet the needs of clients looking to make a digital transformation. So very, very key there. So um, he, they, they were already doing this remote work lifestyle and uh, process as a team. And so COVID-19 happened and so they were ready. So now he says that his team has grown by 300% and is located around the world um, and so they're all over the place they've helped their clients earn a collective 100 million dollars in revenue in the past year and guess what they did it all working from home that's incredible i mean um, that's just incredible you know it it goes to show how much you can do from home a lot of again we're talking about productivity meeting metrics deadlines being able to communicate you know come together on campaigns and get all those things done. And uh, they did that. They, uh, they grew by 300% as a team. They have helped their clients earn over a million, $100 million in revenue in the past year. And they did that during COVID and they did that all working from home. So incredible. Um, if you guys are watching the podcast, head over to YouTube to the uh, video version of this, um, this video, this, uh, this video, uh, this uh, this piece right here, and you'll see um, a screenshot of um, 
of uh, PJ's team at Uscreen, um, and uh, you know a, a picture of them all over Zoom here. It's very it's very cute actually. <laughs> um, on a personal note. He continues to say, PJ continues to say here, I've had new hires tell me how eliminating the commute has changed their lives. I can agree. I am not a fan of morning traffic and working remotely. I don't have to deal with that. It has improved their days in small but meaningful ways. For instance, time to eat a healthy uh, breakfast, a morning dog walk around the neighborhood, and that extra hour of sleep. So good. Uh, Goldman Sachs boss David Solomon uh, decided remote work was an aberration that went directly against their innovative, collaborative, and apprenticeship culture. And PJ goes on to say, my question to Mr. Solomon would be why he thinks innovation, collaboration, and apprenticeship, which is kind of like discipleship or like, you know, helping somebody, you know, sort of the mentor-mentee, um, you know, idea there. Why can't that be accomplished virtually? So PJ's hot take here says, while working in person may be important for certain career paths, dismissing remote work altogether is a mistake. In this case, the hybrid model, hybrid model, which is a model that's happening for a lot of companies, may just be your best friend. Now, uh, he says here, I'm certainly an advocate for remote work, but that's not to say I've written off working in person entirely. I don't deny that working with colleagues face-to-face -face is useful, but to rely solely on in-person work for the success of a company is not sustainable, okay? The beauty of hybrid approach is that it suits different work styles, okay? Different work styles. Totally, totally agree. Where I'm at right now, too, buddy, we do have a hybrid model. There's some team members that are 100% remote. There's some team members that work remotely, but also are able to go to an office because there is an office nearby. For me, there is no office nearby. There is no office here in Vancouver for TubeBuddy. Okay, so the, the closest thing that I could do is go to a co-working space. Now, I'm gonna be able to work around people, but I wouldn't be able to work with my team members in person. Right, so it's not quite the hybrid model that PJ's talking here. He's talking about an actual office space where people can go and work with their team members within the company. Okay, that's a hybrid, um, hy hybrid model. Okay, so uh, he goes on to say here, if you want to integrate remote work into your business, you're going to need uh, a system, a system, very important systems that helps run things, helps things run smoothly from the get-go. After years of experience, here's five tips for remote work. A happy remote work environment that supports your team and the growth of your business. So the first thing is rem recruit remotely, thoughtfully. Good advice, good advice. Um, yeah, when you're, when you're building a team, you're not going to see in person. One of the most important things to do is to take your time finding the right ones. Uh, don't rush the interview process, right? In, organize a few stages to ensure deep dive into the key things that indicate they're a match, match. Also, that if your company is a good match for them as well. Do video interviews, very smart. There's no better way to connect with a person remotely than by talking with them face to face. Also, by doing a video, video interviews, you get an idea of what it'll be like to work with them remotely, right? Even if they're gonna be working with you in the same city, like they're located in the same city, you're gonna see them in person, in the office occasionally, 
you should still put some type of video interview in the process uh, so that you can see how they interact in video, right? Um, make sure that you can understand uh, if they can work independently, I agree. Independently, that's such a big, big word here because um, being a remote worker, I have to work independently a lot. <laughs> I need to uh, dictate and you know set my own uh, goals along with my team, of course, but I need to actually do that. I need to motivate myself to do my work every single day. So can you work independently, right? You're gonna be alone a lot, right? <laughs> that's really it. So you need somebody that can work independently. Um, that they have a suitable work environment, right? You guys see me here. Um, I have uh, a home office, right? And I have space. Um, and so very important that um, they also have that here. So here's my little office space, right? You can see my, my uh, den turned into home office turned studio. Uh, so something that, you know, everyone that is working remotely should have some dedicated space um, in their house, in their home, uh, where they can uh, work and be productive, right? Understand the benefits, but also drawbacks of remote work. So, you know, this is also like you as a leader uh, or somebody that's going to be building the team. You need to make sure that you are setting the expectations, right? Understanding the benefits, but also the drawbacks. That's an expectations thing. And so you need to set the expectations, especially if it's somebody that's not, uh, that's, that hasn't worked remotely uh, ever or very little, right? Um, and if your company is expected to work remotely, then that's something you need to set because some people, they, they're not able to do that quite yet. They need to learn certain things and certain skills, okay? So good tips there from PJ. Second one here is to use communication tools wisely. Um, a smooth remote team workflow starts with a solid internal communication plan. Uh, choosing the right communication tool does matter. It does, definitely. I've used many different ones. Um, I've used Skype for Teams. I've used um, also Slack for Teams and all those things, right? How you use them is equally important. Yes, very true. Expectations again. Um, are there messaging happening, um, you know, during the day, uh, during the evenings? What hours are you supposed to be available? All of those things are very important. Uh, providing guidance on how to use your communication tools can save your team a lot of headaches. Very true, very true. Here's all solid advice from PJ, by the way. So let me know if you guys agree with these uh, advice. There's other ones that you want to add, uh, but these are all really, really good. Now he says here that uh, tools like Slack are great for communication, but can be equally as distracting, right? So again, very true. Tools like Slack are great for communication, but can be equally as distracting. Set guidelines around the types of chats that belong in each channel to keep everyone on track. Yes, exactly. So there's usually like all the channels that you would expect, right? Uh, when it's Slack, you know, uh, marketing, product, you know, all of those different channels. Uh, but then you want to have channels for like, you know, uh, just like water cooler talk or like random talk, you know, uh, you know, uh, TVs and movies. People want to talk about TVs and movie shows or Netflix shows that they should be watching. You know, there should be outlets for that so that it doesn't clog up, you know, the um, the work, you know, channels, you know, uh, marketing's channel and all those things. So uh, setting up, you know, guidelines and uh, a format so that you set your team up for success is very important, especially when you're working remotely. This is the primary way that people are engaging uh, each day, right? With their team members. So uh, very, very important. 
Now, keeping cameras on for calls, I totally agree with that. This will help your team feel more connected, engaged, and lowers the risk of miscommunication. Such good advice. You know, the things that you don't really think about, you know, keeping the cameras on for calls is very, very important. Okay, um, the next thing here is set clear guidelines and expectations. Uh, clear communication of what's expected is even more crucial. When you're not physically together, your team should know exactly what's expected of them and why it's important. That's that's actually very, very true. These are also good. Uh, don't forget to share your company mission and celebrate, celebrate those major milestones. Now, celebrating things, that's very important as well. There's things like, for example, there's a lot of like, for if you're using Slack, there's um, little apps that you can use, um, you know, to celebrate each other, to give each other like, kudos right and recognize people publicly on slack uh, for doing something really good and you can make this sort of an incentive for your team you know the more um you know the more uh you know sort of like kudos that you give away uh props that you give away or receive then maybe at the end of the week or the end of the month then there's a bit of an award or there's you know incentives for doing that so um here pj continues to share at you screen we require specific working hours because we often collaborate across time zones so that's something to think about when you're think when you're hiring uh you know people in north america and asia and the uk and europe you know uh south america you know there's different you know time zones you need to think of that what hour should people be um online and available schedule weekly meetings to ensure there's always time dedicated to touch base and synchronize on tasks very good very good that like just that meeting weekly that you know that you're going to have an opportunity to connect with your team lead or your team um, is really important. Actually, you know, psychologically and mentally, it's actually very helpful to know that there is that time set aside to touch base and connect. Just make sure you're aligned on goals and expectations. Setting meeting free days that are interruption free focus time. This is so good. This is for us every Tuesday. Every Tuesday, there's no no internal meetings. There's a there's a couple hours in the morning where you can get some like really urgent meetings that need to be done that can't wait till Wednesday the following day. But Tuesday are no meeting days. It's, uh, it's no meeting days. You just heads down, get work done. I'm able to film you know content or uh, script content, work with you know different uh, things like that, and uh, not have to worry about meetings. And then create a sense of mission, share news. So again, being transparent is always, always really good, right? So very good, very good. Um, number four, uh, PJ goes on to say here, make time for team engagement. Uh, taking time to touch base, get to know one another virtually is helping, uh, for, is helpful for maintaining or creating your company culture. Yeah, uh, not being in person doesn't mean you can have you can't have water cooler conversations. Far from it. In fact, these types of conversations allow us to forge relationships as well as share valuable ideas. Encourage your team to check in on one another. Better yet, set up a Slack channel for random gifts, links, or inspiration. Yeah, awesome. I love that. I love that. Uh, use Slack Donut. Uh, Slack Donut is a Slack app. That basically, yeah, PJ goes on here, it pairs you up with people that you don't normally chat with or have interactions with on Slack, and it pairs you up to connect, 
and then you would then go ahead and set up a, a donut. So that would be like a 15 minute or 30 minute uh, Zoom call. Um, and uh, you would just connect and you know, you can make a theme out of it. You can get to know each other. You can um, have like, you know, 20 questions or something like that, where you can get to know other people um, on your team that you're not working with. Maybe if you're in marketing, you're, you, you might get picked, uh, paired up with somebody in product you know, and then you get to know what they're up to, who they are. But if you have those times, yes, try to understand what they do for work within the team, but also just get to know them. You know, what's your favorite movie? How, where did you grow up? You know, all those things and get to know them personally. Uh, very important. So there you go. Now let's go to number five here and keep on going. PJ, uh, these are, these are really good. If you're watching this awesome article. Uh, so he says support professional development. Very good. Helping your team develop their skills. Skill sets is a win-win and can definitely be done remotely. Offer access to courses, programs, even the latest internet tools. Very good. So really empower your team. If your team is smarter, gets better, you know, they develop their personal development <laughs> skills. Um, they can bring that into your company, into what they do on a daily basis. So very, very important. Uh, schedule regular check-ins to see what their goals are and look internally and externally to help meet them. Very good. Um, hopefully these tips, uh, as PJ closes off here, prove uh, useful for considering remote work as part of a viable organizational strategy. Like me, you'll learn a lot through listening to Facebook feedback trial and error and at the end of the day flexibility and innovation wins learn what works for today but be prepared to pivot for tomorrow i love that this is a great article this is pj again make sure you connect with pj on linkedin he's he's fantastic uh find you know his website uscreen.com that is uh actually uscreen.tv um, that's uh, that's where his company can be found and you can see what they're doing. Um, and uh, again, this is hopefully, you know, something that you guys are thinking, considering if you guys are either a leader in the company, uh, maybe you are the CEO and founder and you're thinking of how you navigate through this remote work first world now that we are in, uh, or if you are uh, a remote worker, in-house marketer or, you know, developer, um, you know, and you're trying to figure out also where you fit in and what should be expected of you. Hopefully this starts a conversation, uh, but there's definitely a lot of conversation around it now. And hopefully you guys are finding your, your place and uh, connecting with the people that are, you know, really taking on this, you know, newfound world that we're in of remote work and remote culture, um, this lifestyle of remote work. So um, I enjoyed that article. So PJ, thank you for sharing that. I really do look forward to other articles like that. Um, another another uh, leader that you should you guys should connect with is Gavin Hammer, who recently who is the founder and CEO of Sendable. And uh, he's got an amazing podcast. And, um, you know, I saw that he was, uh, you know, he, he had his official last day at Sendable before he kind of let go of his baby and uh, off to new things. Uh, but he does talk about remote work um, as a leader um, of a tech company that uh, is working remotely. 
Um, and so, yeah, great, great uh, content that he puts out there. He's got a newsletter, so make sure you check that out. Um, and uh, and yeah, hopefully you're enjoying this content, this uh, video and uh, this channel here where we're talking all about remote work, but also this podcast. Uh, and again, thank you to Ecamm for, uh, for bringing this video over to all of you. And uh, if you guys want to check out Ecamm, links down below in the description. Um, and uh, other than that, thanks for hanging out with me here and uh, kind of going through PJ's article. And I will see you all in the next video. But before you leave, make sure you subscribe and say hello in the comments. All right. All the best, guys. God bless you. And I'll talk to you in the next video. Take care.